Yes, sir, E-Bob. We back on a Monday. I'm sick. Call, call me Lil Runner because I'm on the track and I'm about to nut out a run. And call me Maybe because I'm Carly Rae Jepsen and we are running your Mondays. That's right. My name is not Carly Rae. It's actually Campbell. Wow. If this is your first episode, I apologize. Welcome. <laughs> I'm Bryce Mills. If you've already made it this far in, then maybe you'd like to keep going. This is a very drama kid type intro. Oh, yes. And <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the Bazinga Parlor. <laughs> There's a dragon riding a donkey. Uh-oh. Oh, this God. calls for a gun. Uh, I will I will preface. Our podcast is hopefully not usually this indulgent. But my name's Campbell Walker. <laughs> my name's Bryce Mills. And you're listening to God is Dead. The premise of this show is what we do is we find the worst things that we can find on the internet and we use it to, to build a case that God has abandoned us. Absolutely. Everything we're hoping will prove that. But along the way, we sometimes find out otherwise. And, of course, all the visuals, the info, the everything you want to see. This is a very visual podcast, but there's ways to get around that. Instagram, you can follow along with the media. And on YouTube, you can see us actually right now. I keep fucking forgetting we're filming. So I'll just be sitting here like vacantly staring and like engaged. But He's then masturbating. You, you He's look, using a euphemism. Yeah, well, that's why the laptop's here. <laughs> Straight up. To cover my boner. My uh, micro. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Sorry, nothing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, all those visuals are at God is dead, not clickbait. Now, Bryce, what cases have you brought in today? Um, I want to keep things pretty simple. I'm just going to throw back to... Australians will know what I'm talking about, maybe. I, I, it's hard to gauge how big this group was, but there was a group. I remember being in, like, year 11 going, like, damn, these guys are making it happen, and this is the kind of stuff that I could do. And, like, they were they were a prank group that went huge, <laughs> and one of the members in particular is kind of giving you a window into what life's like 10 years later on TikTok. Oh, we love that. And it's genuinely, yeah, I just want to sort of get involved in... And see what you think. It's not a ha-ha type case. It's more just a hmm type case. Um, I'm going to bring in a similar vibe. It's also not something which is super recent, but it's a concept that is as old as plane tickets themselves. So Plane tickets? I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully Specifically? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Just as, just as old as backpacking itself, I should say. Ah, oh, like But there traveling. is one particular example that comes from 2017 that I wouldn't mind... Digging right into. Please, uh, get that shovel, get that uh, little toothbrush that they dust off the bones with, and... and let's get, let's get a uh, paleontologerific. I agree. Fuck. It's okay, we all make mistakes. Oh, I'm sorry. God is dead. Case one. Life after the Janoskians. The Janoskians! Do you remember this? I, I remember them, but like, I remember the name and I don't know anything else. Yeah, okay. They, yeah. So, in like 2011, 2012, we had in Australia a group of guys called the Janoskians, and we're talking massive. I mean, because YouTube back then, a million subscribers was like, whoa. You made it. Yeah. Yeah. From, I think so. Like, it's not so recently that it's become a bit more common. Um, and it was a group of guys that, yeah, they basically, their big thing was pranks. And like, we're talking public disturbance, public nuisance type pranks. Going into the shopping center, standing on the table and going, ah! <laughs> and then walking away. Content. Super, super, super simple, but effective. This group became huge, right? They were developing a show with MTV. I think MTV followed them around and did a show with them. They had a music career wow. as well. So they started releasing songs oh, and so into this. moved to LA. And, you know, this is while like One Direction are getting up there. And these guys are, you know, they did a meet and greet in, I want to say in New York. Like and like, I'm pretty sure they were expecting a couple thousand, and like thirty thousand people showed up. What? 
They were doing absolutely incredible. Holy smokes. Um, and you know what? Like, it depends because as an adult, you're kind of like, okay, going in a shopping center and going like, penis, like as loud as you can. It's pretty funny. Is, you know. Hilarious. For, for the target demo, loved it. And you, you can need tell. To sidestep that. That's raw comedy, dude. Yeah, and it's it's simple. It's whatever. It's effective. But um, effective, I think they yes. they had a movie which you can still find on Netflix. They oh did music tours. They yeah, like I said, um, they they had a lot of things going for things them. Things were going on big time. And I remember seeing it like, damn. I know this is like basic, but fuck, it's like working for them. I was like gonna like email them. I remember being like, dude, can I um help out on some videos? And I'm. I'm glad I didn't. Appreciate um, the hustle, though. That's, that's a cool I thought thing. about it. Yeah. Cold email, you know, as a 17-year-old, that's a big move. But, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, f- actually, one of them dated Ariana Grande at one really? point. Yeah. Um, she has great taste in men. It's, it's an interesting... Um, I will interesting... just say that. I, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a Mac Miller and Pete Davidson fanboy. Yeah. Because, I... of course, I am. <laughs> no, I, I think at the time, people were a bit like, wow, like, oh, this is um this is a, a huge crossing of worlds, you know? Like, um he certainly isn't at the level of Mac or Pete Davidson, I would have said, but um maybe at the time he was. I'm not too sure. But, yeah, that that was the idea that... um. They were going huge in LA. Life's going great. Wow. Selling merch. I assume making some pretty good money. Fat stacks of chatter. Because real world money too. Not just the YouTube, but like when you've got a Netflix thing and all that, that's that's real. That's proper cash. Um, and then we fast forward to, yeah, what, 2021. And the oldest member, his name is Bo, right? Bo Brooks. And he made some headlines recently <laughs> where... Um, he was selling his pubes huh. for three hundred dollars a bag <laughs> online, and this is fully legit. Apparently, he was also selling like follows. You know, you could get a follow for him from him. How, mu- how much was a follow? I think it was like fifty bucks. That's which pretty cheap. Ten of those isn't bad money. Um, you've got one hundred and fifty for a half bag. This guy, just for context, Bo Brooks, um, he has 444,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah. But I suppose to give it context, here's a photo with 950 likes. And five comments. And six comments, six yeah. Comments. This one, they? 1,500, 1,440. Can, can we read the six comments? King, says someone. The boys, says someone. Who's your mate in the vest? Looking good. You are terrific. Can you come to Yarrawong, Victoria? Last time you guys were here, I didn't get the chance to see you guys. I love you all. all right, That's I, the thing. I picked up on the vibe. When you look at the comments, you can tell that this group meant a lot to people at the time. Um, and even now, because there'll be people going, man, I'm like 22 now. I was 14 when you were when you were really um, uploading a lot. And I, you guys, some people getting, you got me through chemo or like... Sweet. So it's like a souvenir... Yeah, I grew up with you, et cetera, et cetera. Even this photo with nudities, 2,800 uh, likes and 74 comments, which I suppose for 400,000 followers, it doesn't quite correlate how it should. If you've got like a natural level of engagement, then it should be above that. Anyway. Which I think is around 2 to 3% for that platform. But right. I, I couldn't tell you that. So Those it's numbers not, change all the it's time. It's not everything, right? It's not everything. But yeah. You sort of you get an idea that things aren't what where they, they used were. To be. Yeah, and um, the pubes thing, yeah, certainly made um, a few headlines. And and I think this reporter from Pedestrian 
um, not this reporter, but someone bought some of them and used them to fill their um, monobrow, like to, to glue between their two eyebrows. Yeah, cool. Cool, man. Which is cool. Um, and so, yeah, you go, okay, well, that's just kind of a hustle, whatever. Yeah. But then I sort of then I've been looking and they've been coming into my feed, his um, TikToks. Awesome. Right? Awesome, awesome. This was the one that really captured my attention and really sort of broke my heart, right? Here's him at an engagement party. So I'm at an engagement party, not mine, obviously. Um, and yeah, it's just uh, reminding me how much um, I'm going to cry. <laughs> and I don't know, like... That was strange energy. I don't know how... Like, because he admitted so it? much, so much. Because, like, I mean, I think we've all been there where it's, like, a beautiful thing. It's, like, a baby shower, an engagement party, and you're, like, wow, I knew this person when they were 18 or when they were 12 or whatever, and mm. now they're, like, getting married, and you're, like, oh, my God, life is so beautiful, the way it evolves, and we all get older and mature. But then there's also the other thing where right. maybe you've just had a breakup and you're at a wedding, and you're, like, oh... I think I'm going to cry. My life isn't where it yeah. should be and I can see all my friends and they're progressing and oh God, what did I go? What, what, where, where did everything go wrong? Yeah, the thing with his TikTok is he he uses it pretty f- liberally and frequently. <laughs> Thank so God. This Thank en- our lucky stars that he does. This engagement party, we get a few updates. Oh yes, please. Do you ever come to the realisation that maybe people are nice to you uh, just out of sympathy and just like don't get your hopes high because they feel sorry for you. Because <laughs> I don't feel that. So that's him in the bathroom at the engagement party. Oh my god! Just letting out a thought, and then we have him later. So it's ten a.m. and uh, this is what you look like after an engagement party. Obviously, I'm not the one that got engaged because there's no one there, but at least I look like shit. So that's good. So you you see that, and it's like it's tough. But this one as well, he um, the Janoskians. It was very jackass adjacent. You know, and so one of the things they must have done back in the day was like drinking coloured milk. And you've seen this before and you vomit eventually. <laughs> that was funny. I actually had to drink two litres of milk at a hazing uh, ceremony for like the oh. uni I went to. Yeah, like 14 dudes from like the, I guess, dorm that we were on, which was like the off-campus dorm. You know, yeah. The fucking Aldi dorm. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah and then like they, they picked 14 dudes <laughs> from it and then they took us all up to the top of Mount Panorama because we were in Bathurst, stripped us of our clothes and we had to like, this is like 2 a.m., we had to like take these dares out of a bucket oh. and all of the dares were really, really fucked up. Things like, oh, take a shot of whiskey out of this dude's asshole, stuff mm. like that. And I was like just dreading because all of these guys were like footy boys. And I was the one guy, I think, because I don't know, I guess they're like, oh, Cam gets us pills. So of course he's going to be in the fucking thing. So like I'm the only fucking like non-footy boy there. And I'm just like praying to God that I don't have to like drink up from like these sweaty, pimply assholes. Yeah. And then I managed to pull out one, which was just like skull two liters of milk. And I'm like, oh. Thank God. Thank God. Anyway, that hazing got discontinued after that year, but um, yeah, yeah. That's fun pretty... side story. Anyway, I vomited, of course. Yeah. Well, here we go. This is um, this is a bit of a telling one because he uh, he's he's in a park alone yeah. with some coloured milk. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, like buddy. it's. Oh, that kid's coming by again. I'll try to throw up as he passes. So he's gonna like throw up. <sighs> And he, he does make himself vomit. He says, like, what up to the kid? Yeah, got him. And so... Oh, buddy. The, some so of the sad. comments are pointing out that, like, man, this kind of hit different when you were doing it as a group versus yeah, alone in a park. 
just making yourself vomit for like people that you don't even know on the internet. Yeah, and oh, so sad. this isn't. I don't bring this on the pod to to make fun of of Bo. I I I kind of just think it's it's a pretty interesting one where like, you know, imagine the. I just feel like the human brain isn't equipped to like reach those highs. And for that to disappear like it does. How did it disappear? Do we know? Um, well, did look, it just fade as things fade? Yeah. So, you know, what? 2014, they did the Times Square meetup and their 20,000 fans arrive. So clearly things are going good. Holy smokes. And they're releasing music and, um, you know, that's fine. They do another, uh, they do a tour in America, then the UK, then Europe. Um, they went to Krakow. Uh they release another song. 2018, they release a song and release merch, but, you know. Then what? How did they fade? Well, 2018's I, recent. I, yeah, I feel like... Let's have a look at their YouTube channel because that might tell us a bit more of, like, the timeline. Sweet. And can we listen to their music as well? I'm very curious. Yeah. So, Janoskians. Here's... Uh, <laughs> what do we like? A song called... LA. Oh, yeah, they, they collabed with the Dudesons. <laughs> so that's how you know. This is, uh, what's the one with the most views? Let's go to, it's called Real Girls Eat Cake. Very work. In 2014. This is this is palatable. I was expecting something much worse. That's like I don't know, sort of in that world of early Bruno Mars. Mm, one I direction. Today like, yeah, yeah. I don't feel like doing Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything. I was like, this is cute. You guys are cute. I like that line, like you fucking dipshit. I'm like, oh, that's. Do you reckon? I was a bit like, oh. no, I kind of loved it. I kind of loved it. Well, let's have a look. And I feel like if I'm like a nine-year-old listening to that, I get so excited because I know the words and I also get to swear. Mm. Like, so it's like as soon as I hear that buff, I'm like, oh, yeah, everyone's going to look at me and I'm going to know all the words and they're going to know all the words and we're all going to say dipshit together. A lot of these comments are like, wow, I, I, so many memories, so many memories. I was obsessed. I was obsessed. Scar. <laughs> So, okay, that's one example. Are they all Scar songs? I fucking hope so. This would just make my make my day. Holy hell. This is real footage from the show, right? Yeah, this is this is a shift in genre from the scar. Big time. I remember uh, meeting a girl in 2013 who was a friend of my housemate who was like flexing that she had sex with one of the people from the Janoskians. That is a flex. You know, so call, call at the time, it, it was yeah, it was a big flex. So you get the idea. The music and the tour, like that's some real numbers. Those crowds are huge, and everyone in there is like, who remembers the old times, man? And so in terms of their videos. Six days ago is where I think clearly Bo is trying to get uploading. the band back together. 
Here's an update from one of the other members. Update plus new channel. Um, mother and son tickle torture challenge, getting my belly button pierced. 24-hour dare challenge is where obviously the milk one was. Um, generally, these are getting between 10 to 25K views. Oh, God. And they've got 2.58 milli. Um, oh, God. So there was a break for about two, for about a year and a half, there was a break. And then we had this update plus new channel thing. Um and you know they were uploading. It looks like fairly three years ago they were still doing decently consistent. And then just one day they stopped. Less than once a week, but wow. Yeah, Invisible Rope Prank 2016, Jacob Sartorius Drinking Game, 1.2 million, Silent Pain Game 2016, 8.3 million. Um, yeah, so you get the idea. G'day guys, you may remember me from such episodes as Awkward Train Situation or 3 litre Rainbow Milk Challenge. Now it's been about 2 years since I've logged onto this channel and it's quite evidently dead. It's so inactive that it's not even eligible for monetization anymore. And I'm quite surprised to see we still have over 2 million subscribers, so wow. I really hope you like these Christmas lights, I went through a lot of trouble to put them up and they're barely even fucking working, what's the point? Anyway, I just thought I'd pop in to say hello, how you going, how's life treating you, what's up. This is the first official post on this account in two years. All of us boys are doing good, we're all pretty much doing our own thing now. My twin brother Jay is a full-time artist and he's pretty much living with James Imuni right now, who is currently a producer. Bro got a bachelor in audio engineering and he's currently selling his pubes online for $300 a pop. There we go. Um... Yes, you heard that right. Check his Instagram. It's all up online for everyone to see. It's all there. If you thought he was cooked back in the day, well, boy, you're in for a shock. I'm still doing video work and content production, mainly for private businesses now. And Daniel is just doing Daniel. He's probably somewhere picking his nose right about now. So recently, Jay and I started... In so the yeah, year. that's kind of where everything uh, fizzled. And um, yeah. It's a nice way to put it, isn't it? Judgment. If this is your first time listening, this is where we take the evidence, the case. We say, does it prove God is dead or God is alive? So I guess for me, I'm like, yeah, I'm curious what you think about this sort of rise and fall that can happen and, and where that leaves you as a content creator and, and what that says about like the world, etc. It's, um, it's a hard thing and it's... It's, I, I don't know anybody who's been to that height where they've got however many million subscribers and they've got 20,000 fans who are like screaming at them. But I think seeing people who get to certain heights and then realize that it's either A, not it's all, all it's cracked up to be, or B, requires so much stress that it's basically unsustainable with good mental health, or C, something just bad happens to them, or they do something bad and just, you know, become an overnight failure. Yeah. I would say from the outside looking in to that, what it seems like is there are two yous, right? So there's you that you know, and then there's you in the public eye. And you that you know might be continuing your, your life and it might be amazing. And, you know, he said Bo became an audio engineer. And maybe Bo's got a pretty good career as an audio engineer. And maybe he feels like, oh, that's actually sustainable. Mm. I can get, like, regular income without having to, like put myself out on the camera all the time and without having to be a slave to the metrics and the algorithm. Yeah. So there's that. But then there's also Bo in the public eye and Bo in the public eye looks like a failure. 
he looks like somebody who had everything in the palm of his hands and just one day said no. And we will never know without knowing Bo. What we can infer, though, is that maybe things aren't as happy in audio engineering land as as as, as they are because yeah, of having what a Bo's degree doing doesn't, now. doesn't result in instant work. No, or the, your parents will be happy. They're like, "Oh, cool, you got a degree," but like, you've got to do the next step. Like, yeah, oh, not even that. I guess it's like it's the fact that he hasn't stayed offline. It's the fact that he is still mm. posting and he is still trying to vomit in a park on his own. Yeah. I think that's the thing that makes me think God is dead because it feels like that episode of The Simpsons, you know, the I didn't do a boy and at yeah. first Bart rejects fame and then when he finally does want fame, he doesn't get it. Yeah, there's a really unfair sort of metric when it comes to being in the public eye that's like, if someone doesn't say the exact level of famous then they've automatically failed in people's eyes or like it could just be that someone's decided, cool, I had to dip into this and I'm going to change my career. And like that guy seemed perfectly happy to be like, yeah, I'm working in content creating for brands and businesses. That doesn't mean he's failed. It means he's decided that he wants to do something else. But unfortunately you'll see a lot of the comments like, yeah, you fucking fell off and blah, blah, blah. And so maybe that's what Bo has fallen victim to. I don't know. Like that he's gone, well, I can't dip out of this world entirely because then people will think I failed. Um, which we know objectively isn't the case, but when you're in the thick of it, of course, you can't see it like that necessarily. So, or maybe he, he he's really passionate about it, but he's realizing that um, you know, it's it's pretty hard business. Um, and yeah, it just sucks that like the first instinct is to clown on it too, like yeah. <laughs> this fucking guy selling his fucking pews for three hundred dollars. It's a strange way to make money, definitely. But like, but he's had a strange life. He's had a strange life, and. I don't know. They're, they're used to I doing feel, extreme feel, things and getting a good yeah. reaction. Yeah. A positive reaction from doing something death-defying and he's or like, whatever. That's what everybody loved me for was crazy shit. I'll just do more crazy shit, yeah. right? As opposed to like what people really probably loved is he was listening to himself at the time. Right. And they could resonate with that. And maybe if he did listen to himself at the time, he could extend his career. I don't know. I'm no freaking expert, but like... Yeah. Damn. I think God's dead because it makes me feel so much sympathy. I feel like the main metaphor in the catcher in the rye book. Like I just want to like catch them before they become adulterated uh, or something, even though he probably is, but like, I want to preserve whatever innocence he seems like he has when he's stoked and not see the downfall now, but I can't. And I think God's dead because that downfall is inevitable. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. It's tough to watch. Oh God. All right, let's move on. God is dead. Case two. Beg packing. I've never heard of beg packing, is that it? Yeah, beg packing. The first time I ever saw this in full force would have been 2011. I was in Bolivia, just, you know, finding myself as one does. And I was walking through... Did you? uh, Honestly, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I really did. Yeah, I really fell in love with that part of the world. Um, And I was walking in just this little town square in this nowhere town in Bolivia. And I look to my left and there's this person begging for money. And I look at them and they didn't look Bolivian. They had really quite fair skin. And so I start talking to them and turns out it was this Argentinian couple because obviously Argentinian, you can get, you know, a lot of white people in Argentina. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why are you guys begging? Because like, I was naive. I was like 20. And they're like, we have no money. And I'm like, then why are you in Bolivia? And they're like, we want to travel the world. I'm like, oh. And then on close inspection, I'm like, you guys have pretty nice shoes and clothes and stuff. And they were like making these bracelets, which looked like the Bolivian bracelets that like some of the locals there might make. But they were siphoning the money from the money that you could have spent on the local people. And I was like, this feels wrong. 
Anyway, fast forward to 2021 and it's come back into my radar, this concept of begpacking. People who go begpacking across Asia spend all their money and then beg third world locals to fund their trip. Oh, what? So they will literally sit in places like, I don't know, popular tourist places like Thailand. Like imagine somebody in like the main streets of Bangkok, a white person from like Germany or Australia or something sitting there with a sign that says, I need money to travel more. It's like when cunts are like on GoFundMe, I want an iPad. Well, that might be where this is going. So <laughs> let's have a few little, uh, let's have a little look at some of these back backpacking images. It's people with these signs. Some of the signs Whoa. are really great. So travel around the world without money. Please support my trip. Oh, come on. Help us travel, travel around, around the, world. the world. Sometimes they're selling jewelry, other times not. This one uh, down here says... Oh, this one! Oh, this one makes me fucking die inside. They say beggars are not choosers, but I beg to differ. Oh, how much do you hate that? What the fuck? So these guys are like, well, I made a mistake. You yep. gotta bail me out. Straight up, straight up. And I or think... they knew what they were even doing. Hello, I'm Sergey. Um, Sergey, Sergey. Never know. Not that sure. One. Yeah. Hello, I'm blank, and I'm traveling across Asia for five months. Hong Kong is amazing, but very expensive, so I have no money. Continue my journey. Please help. It's not even like... The, okay, look. I understand if you got yourself in a pickle and you need to go home. But it's like, continue my journey. It's not, fuck, sorry, I just need to get back home and I'll be sweet. It's continue my journey around the world. Please help me. Yeah, it's like, can I can I have both? Can I have fun and be a cunt? You know what? I'm. This is a tough one for me to put myself in the shoes of in that I purposely neglected doing much traveling at all because i had like this goal in mind like i want i'd like career goals so i i haven't been stuck overseas or like put aside money to do that necessarily it's funny but even within the way that you phrase that you still recognized the fact that you know we're from one of the richest countries in the world and it you could have done it. It was a choice. Yeah. You, you chose to focus on career things as opposed to kind of, you know, go find yourself in Africa or sure. something. Sure, yeah. But the people that these bagpackers are surrounded by don't have that choice. Mm, and I think that's yeah. the thing. And right. it's so close that you can literally just, like, juxtapose them. Yeah, <laughs> like, I love all these signs are, like, trying to be like, can't you empathize? Like, no. No. I don't think these locals can because it's not on their thing of, like, leave school, do a gap year. Like, it, it's just not... The way it is, I imagine. So the best example that I've found of this is of somebody who's not stuck overseas, but kind of wants to be. Somebody who wouldn't mind finding themselves overseas. Now, what's a way that we can beg on the internet? Well, yeah, GoFundMe. A GoFundMe. That's exactly what we've And let's got. make it real. Like, there are some legitimate GoFundMes. There are many legitimate GoFundMes. There are many legitimate GoFundMes. But there are some fucking shit ones. <laughs> now, this GoFundMe is from a girl. This is from 2017. I remember when this came out because it hurt. A girl called Becca Gronsky. So Mm -hmm. here's what she wrote. She was aiming to raise US $10,000, which is, I don't know, what's that? 15. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To fund a trip around the world. So she called herself a spiritual teacher, life coach, Reiki, and crystal healer. And she set up her GoFundMe page. I knew people that graduated school and did like a quiz online and then were selling themselves as life coaches. Like, that's not. Isn't it always the people that are life coaches haven't actually lived life? Isn't that so funny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like I'm being a hater. Yeah. No, no, no. They're, they're, they're all just done MLMs. Uh, oh, no, getting into MLMs. Not starting. Fuck. Um, <laughs> all right, so I'm raising money to support myself on my travels and spiritual journeys around the world. I believe that we all have the opportunity to have things we need at our fingertips, whether or not we have the money for them. Uh-huh. I've set up this GoFundMe so that anyone who feels I have helped them in any way or would like to be a part of what I am doing... 
um, and would like to help me fund my travels back to Australia, where I will eventually like to create my home base. And around the world, they can do so. Right. Where is the evidence where is that the you evidence have changed people's changed lives? Everyone's lives? So what will this money be used for? She says, this money will be used to sustain me while traveling, writing my book about my personal journey, creating an Oracle deck, something that has brought great clarity to me on my journey, putting out videos on my YouTube channel, creating my art. I myself am currently low on funds. I wonder why. And working to get on my own feet. But I've always been so blessed by other people with kind hearts who have helped me get by when I was really low and I am so thankful. See, this is like, I feel like if you're going to do a GoFundMe, isn't the main thing to be like, how will this benefit you, the donator? Like these books and things, she hasn't even said, and you know what? You're going to learn a lot from them. She's just saying, I want to do it. I want to do it. (laughs) Needless to say, she did not hit her $10,000 goal. She got up to $285. Oh, no. Not even four figures. Not even half of 500 or something. And if anything, it completely backfired because she just was made fun of for, you know, a week or two. Well, that book ain't getting anywhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, she could probably write a more interesting book about being publicly shamed at this point. Yeah. Hit up Um, um, John... Ronson? Maybe she did kind of accidentally get her spiritual journey. Hey, and she should, you would think if she's about that lifestyle, she's sitting there very grateful for the lesson. <laughs> but something tells me she's uh, not. Yes. She's pissed. Fine. Judgment. So, Bryce, the case of Begpacking and Becca Gronsky, who wanted $10,000 for her own spiritual journey to maybe make a book on a YouTube channel, is God dead? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck go, yes. Go fund me. You know, the internet, everything that is going up online is taking away information or, sorry, um, attention from other things. The opportunity cost is high. You know, there's there's plenty of... Um, I think we've all gotten past the idea of like... Um, let me put this out there before I say it. I'm not one of those people that's like... Well, can't we, instead of listening to the Kardashians, read about maths? Like, <laughs> I'm not like on Fun that. Fun, bad, book, good. Yeah, I'm not on that wave. But when you've got he is, limited eye in private, yes. Um, <laughs> Millsy loves a book. Millsy's maths. Fuck, I can't say that out loud. Anyway. I'm making Millsy happen. Yuck. Make Millsy um, happen 2020. Uh, anyway. Okay. Everybody on Instagram, please call Bryce Millsy. Give it a try. All right. Okay. So the point that you were making before um, you so rudely interrupted you. <laughs> um, so, you know, you've got to go find me that's like, hey, I um, lost my parents in a fire and everything's really tough right and now. And I can't find them anywhere. Sorry. And, you know, then you've got, uh, you've got this. Man, <laughs> there's the algorithm and, you know, it's like, no, but I want to write a book. Like, Let me write a book, please. And I made a choice and I regret it. Like, just, no, 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 no. It's just not okay and it's, it's tough, man. There's kids out there with cancer, man, who are using GoFundMe and you can put your dollar anywhere. Why are we going to give it to this chick? It's, Why are we going to do it? It's a great question. I mean, uh, I don't what, like... What leads to the, the, like... Entitlement. Entitlement that makes her... So sure that this is unironically a great thing that people will empathize with, you know? I wonder if it is like the, the, the tunnel vision that consuming content about like manifestation might give you. Yeah, right. And this is my journey and my destiny. And I know that just one little push will get me there. And I mean, it's my je- it's my destiny. It's not. I I didn't choose it. It's my destiny. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just a conduit for, for yeah to talk through. Interesting. I would say that this feels 
a little narcissistic mm. and it feels like there is not much of a concept of other people. Uh, it's just a concept of herself and I wouldn't trust somebody to talk to me about spiritual things if that was their worldview. Right. And it makes me think how many other people are in that same mindset and are putting out shitty information. But where I do think God's alive is that she got ridiculed. Um, and I know that's horrible, but sometimes punishment is cool <laughs> because it can teach us. And maybe that was the lesson that she actually needed to learn. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. But yeah. I'm going to say God's dead because this kind of behavior, even if we can, the, the collective masses can learn from it, I still think it does a lot of short-term damage, like stealing money from local people Hell and yeah. siphoning money away from other stuff. And like, where? how has it gotten to a point where everyone kind of just it's on that wave of you know if anyone calls her out well wow thanks you're making me feel bad like don't make me feel bad you know that would be the response right and it's like i don't know where we are that it's meant that yeah everyone feels like well everyone's entitled to an opinion or something like it's that in a way that everyone's the kind in of chess game of rhetoric isn't it and it's like i go here well actually turns out you can't go here because blank mm. and not to get all boomer on you but Ah, what happened to this country? <laughs> I would love to drop Kardashians and the bloody Kardashians phones and the crazy frog. Oh. Yeah, that's that's me going full Burma. But <laughs> so it sounds I'm like not, I'm not yeah, go full Burma. Maybe. I I will say God full God is there too. Dang, it sucks that behavior. Hell yeah, big time. We do not stand. Woo! God was dead twice. Yeah, it's been a rare one. We've been kind of getting some aliveness uh, in the last couple of eps, but here we are. Burying him. Burying. Um, dead, dead, dead. Look, share with 25 people immediately, and <laughs> you can suss the comments and uh, leave yours if you want on YouTube. Um, hit that subscribe button, hit that share, hit that whoa, and um, Instagram's there too. Cam, yours, Truthless69. Bryce is Millsy. Uh, he's changed it. Millsy. 420. Go check him out. No, he's Bryce V. Mills. I mean, that's my Finster account. Your Finster's Millsy 420. My favourite book passages. Can you please make that? I'll see if it's available. Please do. Uh, we'll consider it. Please do. I wouldn't mind posting all the content. <laughs> you curating it? I would actually love that. It's I can an be art like installation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Curated by Cam. This is, yeah, run by mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bryce's dance journey. <laughs> then GoFundMe appears to get him to Disneyland Paris to perform oh, with Mickey. Oh uh, so true. Or I'll start selling like Fredo frogs in those boxes. You know, and when then they when did people that? start criticizing, you can be like, "This is because you're not a parent." Oh, typical yeah. people with no children. Yeah, leave it to the parents. All right, you wouldn't understand. Yeah, and once again, for the third episode in a row, I will say that the message of this podcast is: don't have children. Mm, isn't that just becoming a little thing? Damn. Mind you, I'm clucky as fuck. Watch this space, baby. Damn. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's clickbait as hell I just don't want to insult any parents I fucking want to be Oh, because you know within like Possibly within the next like four years You'll be like, oops Oops, I guess I got our kid now <laughs> <laughs> I don't know well, I don't know I'm, I'm looking at babies the way I used to look at dogs It's fucking, I don't know Turn 30 and all these changes start happening yeah, It's finally hitting puberty Pathetic oh. Pathetic No, I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's us Love you Love you all Case closed